What is Truth? 9-11 Written by Greg Fernandez Jr. Narrated by Ryan Barry Phoenix Warning The hijackers also left no paper trail. We have not uncovered a single piece of paper, either here as the U.S. or in the treasure trove of information that has turned up in Afghanistan and elsewhere that mentioned any aspect of September 11th's plot. The hijackers had no computers, no laptops, and no storage media of any kind. They used hundreds of different pay phones and cell phones, often with prepaid calling cards that are extremely difficult to trace, and they made sure that all the money sent to them to fund their attacks was wired in small amounts to avoid detection. FBI Director Robert Mueller On April 17, 2000, Phoenix FBI agent Kenneth Williams began a full-field investigation on an inordinate number of individuals of an investigative interest who are attending or who have attended civil aviation universities and colleges in the state of Arizona. Agent Williams sent the results of the investigation to the FBI's Counterterrorism Division in New York on July 10, 2001. The purpose of this communication, Agent Williams wrote, is to advise the Bureau in New York of the possibility of a coordinated effort by Osama bin Laden, UBL, to send students to the United States to attend civil aviation universities and colleges. The inordinate number of other individuals attending these types of schools and fatwas issued by Al-Muhran, spiritual leader Sheikh Omar Bakri Mohammed Fastak, an ardent supporter of UBL, gives us reason to believe that a coordinated effort is underway to establish a cadre of individuals who will one day be working in the civil aviation community around the world. These individuals will be in position in the future to conduct terror activity against civil aviation targets. President Bush received this information as part of his presidential daily briefing on August 6, 2001. Yet on September 15, 2001, President Bush publicly stated, Never did in anybody's thought process about how to protect America did we ever think that the evildoers would fly not one, but four commercial aircraft into precious U.S. targets. Never. On July of 2001, the Los Angeles Times reported that both U.S. and Italian officials were warned about the plot to kill President Bush and other leaders by crashing an airliner into the Genoa summit of industrialized nations. The threat was serious enough for Italian officials to take extraordinary precautions, including closing the airspace over Genoa and stationing anti-aircraft guns at the city's airport. On May 16, 2002, Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice echoed Bush's statement, I don't think anybody could have predicted that these people would take an airplane and slam it into the World Trade Center, take another one and slam it into the Pentagon, that they would try to use an airplane as a missile, a hijacked airplane as a missile. Even in retrospect, there was nothing to suggest that. Yet during the five months leading up to the September 11 attacks, the Federal Aviation Administration had 52 intelligence reports from their own security branch that specifically named Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda warning of possible airline hijacking and suicide operation by Al-Qaeda or Osama bin Laden. The 52 intelligence reports were included in a report from the 9-11 Commission before the commissions disbanded on August 21, 2004. The Bush administration blocked the release of the reports for about five months. They gave them just enough time to ensure that the reports would not be released before the 2004 presidential election. The administration cited national security as the reason for not releasing the reports. The reports were quietly released after the 2004 election.
Before the tragic events of 9-11, the North American Aerospace Defense Command conducted several exercises simulating airliners crashing into buildings after being hijacked by terrorists. Then U.S. Attorney General John Ashcroft was advised to only fly by private jet for the remainder of his term, according to a CBS report dated July 26, 2001. In the article, an FBI spokesperson is quoted as stating, There was a threat assessment, and there are guidelines. He was acting under the guidelines. The CBS staff article quoted Attorney General Ashcroft's response to the threat assessment. I don't do threat assessments myself, and I rely on those whose responsibility it is in the law enforcement community, particularly the FBI, and I try to stay within the guidelines that they've suggested I should stay within for those purposes. Later on the Man Cow Morning Show, responding to a question posed by Alex Jones, Ashcroft stated that he did not cease flying on commercial aircraft. I flew back from Missouri with my wife. Have you heard this before? Man Cow asked Ashcroft. Oh yeah, Ashcroft responded. I was on CBS. I think Dan Rather was the person popularizing, popularizing this. I used government jets on government business, but in my private life, I was flying commercial aircraft right up through and beyond 9-11. I've never abandoned, uh... Did you fly commercially? Asked Man Cow. For this trip? Yeah, for this interview. I flew commercially yesterday, Ashcroft answered, and I flew a private plane from Nashville here last night. This has been What is Truth? 9-11 Written by Greg Fernandez Jr. Narrated by Ryan Barry. Copyright by Greg Fernandez Jr. Production copyright by Greg Fernandez Jr.